Good morning, Houston of FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Craig Fuller, the founder and CEO of Freight Waves. Craig, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good to be here. Yeah, it's good to visit with you. You do interviews on CNBC and Bloomberg. We're going to talk about these transportation delays and costs and the cause of them. But just background quickly, you started a company called Freight Waves, and you've created a portal similar to in the stock trading market, this Bloomberg screen. You've created Sonar, which gives everybody in the world that's in the transportation business a window to what's going on with the routes and the costs the lanes and supposed to help them make decisions on how to move their freight, right? Yeah, it's essentially freight market intelligence. Yeah. So we have a data product which provides real-time analysis, uh, benchmarking, analytics, monitoring, forecasting of global logistics trends. Um, so we see the global physical economy within 24 hours, typically as much as 8 to 12 weeks before the broader uh, retail or consumer or even government sees it just because supply chains are way upstream and freight movements way upstream. So we happen to have a really good pulse on what's happening in the global economy. Tell us, where are we today? How did we get here? I mean, tell us about these delays and these cost situations that we're in. Well, you're dealing with a, effectively a restarting of the global economy. So last March, if you go back to last January for covid China effectively shut down its entire economy, uh, and it was offline for about 45 days. And then we saw Europe uh, take its economy off in February, and then the United States uh, took its economy off in March and April. Uh, we really didn't get back to restarting it until late April, early May. And so what you're seeing now is just the reverberation of the economy restarting. And supply chains are not, they're very fragmented, they're all interdependent, and so if you have one disruption of a very small component that goes into a, uh, a final good, it will delay that product being delivered. And so what's happening now is that we've had this massive surge of back orders, very light inventory, at a time when governments around the world have stimulated the economy with trillions upon trillions of dollars, which has enabled consumers to buy goods at levels we've never seen. And so it's just it's a matter of restarting the economy as well as really excess consumption. Uh, and then if you look at freight specifically, is freight is a capacity-constrained market, which means there's only a finite number of trucks or boats or uh, airplanes in the, in, in the market. And they typically develop enough capacity for the economy that is handling. You don't see the type of surges we're seeing right now. So you just have too much demand versus the amount of supply. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, we're getting the same thing when it comes to flooring, demand outstripping supply. But to tell us if you could quantify how much more are we paying for freight today than we normally do? Yeah, it depends on what, what we call motor traffic. So yeah. trucks and boats and airplanes will all be priced based on their own capacity constraints. Yeah. You know, truck trucking uh, rates are uh, in many markets have doubled. Uh, we do see some surges that are as much as 400% increases in trucking rates. On an average, you're probably looking at, uh, if you looked at spot rates, about doubling on contract rates, you're about 30 to 40% higher. Mm-hmm. Um, at a time when oil prices have also gone up, so we're talking about the underlying rate in trucking has gone up by about 40%, and oil prices have, have doubled as well, so that intentionally gets passed on to the cost transportation services. If you look at ocean, the ocean is a completely different animal. You know, we're seeing spot rates as much as 
to a thousand percent higher. It is not unheard of for spot rates in the ocean side to have gone from 2,000 uh, to as much as 20,000 per TEU, which is a container unit. So mm-hmm. we're talking about substantial rate inflation that's really creating this massive, massive surge in, in pricing. Well, one of the things, you know, when the government talks about the fear of inflation is that inflationary costs could actually stall ongoing commerce. So question to, to wonder, where are we on the curve? Uh, you know, are we on the backside of it? Are we kind of stuck where we are? Tell us what you think. It depends on what you're talking about. Trucking rates have probably peaked. So it doesn't mean that they're going to fall down or, or go down significantly. But sort of the upper end of trucking rates, we think we sort of hit the upper ceiling right now. Uh, the market's going to stay high for a while uh, just because there's so much demand out there versus the amount of supply. But we don't think we'll see exponential acceleration in trucking rates. Ocean rates is a little different just because there is a finite amount of capacity, and it's, it takes a lot longer to add capacity on the ocean market than it does trucking. So trucking, OEMs uh, can produce a truck in a couple of weeks. Drivers can enter the market within a couple of weeks. So the trucking cycle runs much leaner or much quicker than what the ocean cycle does. So I think you'll see trucking rates start to to level out at these levels and stay pretty steady from here. I don't think we'll see massive acceleration. But on the ocean side, because of just the finite amount of capacity that's on the ocean, you're going to see continuing pressure and upward pressure on rates for ocean freight and imports. Okay. So is part of the problem, and we talked about supply and demand, I think we all understand that, but we also understand that, as you mentioned earlier, we've pumped trillions of dollars into the market, and we've given incentives for some folks not to rush back to work. So there's a labor issue as well here, right? There's a substantial labor issue mostly in trucking is where you would see it, and warehousing, but mostly trucking. So there just aren't enough drivers that – there aren't enough new people coming into the trucking industry uh, to drive trucks. And so you're seeing trucking companies uh, increase driver wages by double digits. And so, you know, it's not unheard of to see 15, 20, 30, even 50% pay increases for truck driver jobs right now, Mm -hmm. uh, whereas companies are – are really actively trying to get people to to drive trucks that perhaps find alternatives. And it's not just government stimulus and unemployment. That is a factor, but there's also construction that you're competing with. We've seen what's happened in the construction market. Certainly people in your industry would be as familiar with construction demand as anyone. But you see it in warehousing. You also see it in the last mile services and, and delivery services. So everybody that is hiring blue-collar workers is seeing a huge constraint on people wanting to take those jobs. Uh, and trucking is usually a job of last resort for many people. They don't seek out trucking jobs yeah. uh, unless there aren't a lot of alternative work. Right. Uh, and for, those, you know, for that reason, that's why there hasn't been uh, a huge amount of capacity come into the trucking market, whereas in a typical cycle when you have high unemployment, you would see it because there's all these all alternative works at the same time that government is providing a backstop. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been asked this many times because people want to know when will things normalize? What is your outlook, perspective on when we'll see some sense of, of normalcy when it comes to transportation? I, I think second quarter of next year is the earliest that we would expect the market to quote-unquote stabilize. So you just have so much demand coming through the economy. So whether we're talking trucking, uh, trucking will stabilize a little sooner than ocean freight will. We think second quarter of next year will be the earliest uh, time uh, that you'll see see more stability 
and more predictable supply chains. Mm-hmm. And so if I am running a supply chain, if I'm in your audience and listening to this and trying to make plans, I want to continue to pad time uh, into my supply chain and frankly pad costs mm-hmm. uh, because you're going to see substantial cost increases on transportation uh, that will continue to place pressure on you um, because ultimately what's, what's happening right now is capacity is going to the highest bidders. And it's always not necessarily the most important components that are getting prioritized. It's, it's the companies that are willing to pay the highest price that is getting capacity. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing really important freight that gets bumped for freight that may not be as important to the economy, uh, but someone's willing to pay a much higher rate. And such is driving rates up overall. There's a chance, too, when it normalizes that it's not going to go back where it was, right? It's going to stay at much higher uh, levels than where we were pre-COVID mm-hmm. uh, just because of the demand. And the thing you want to watch is how the industrial economy is doing. If the industrial economy is strong, we certainly won't see a, a lot of relief in transportation costs even as we move into next year. Mm-hmm. If the industrial economy slows down, and there doesn't appear to be any sign that's the case, certainly not with the government pumping so much money to the economy. But if we do see a slowdown in the industrial economy, uh, transportation rates will fall. I, I don't think anyone wants that to happen. That's a that's a real that's negative right. thing for the broad, broader economy. So let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're all going to pay a little higher, and in some cases, much higher rates for practically everything we buy. But all created equal, I think we all prefer a strong economy to a weak one. So it's just the cost of having strong fundamentals. All right, Craig. Well, thanks again for spending time with our listeners. Again, been talking to Craig Fuller, the founder and CEO of Freight Waves, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.